Well, hey friends. So today we're going to chat about business growth and perfectionism (laughs) because I know as a business owner, um, no matter if you have one, 10, 50 or zero years under your belt and you're just in the formative stage, like wherever you are in business, I really do feel like perfectionism is probably something that we all struggle with. Um, (laughs) it, it, to varying degrees and on varying things, but all throughout our lives. So today I've got some tips for you on how to grow your business in spite of perfectionism. So listen in, take some notes, and just really lean into this episode as I walk you through just some really practical tips on how to kick perfectionism in the teeth while still growing your business because hi, we're all dealing with it. All right. (laughs) All right. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So funny story, because sometimes I feel like on the outside looking in, you would definitely not think that Faith Hannon is a perfectionist. And really, I'm not, but I do have some perfectionist tendencies. And sometimes just a side note, I feel like we as humans use the word perfectionism as a crutch for wanting excellence. And that is, there's a difference. Wanting excellence and wanting high quality work or high quality, whatever is different than perfectionism. In my world, I feel like perfectionism is just being unhappy with anything less than perfect all the time and all of the things And so many business owners or aspiring business owners or business owners in like a really big growth phase, I, I see them like not taking action and not doing the things because they're so just bound to perfectionism. And when you get, when you get right on down to the nitty gritty of perfectionism and the spiritual side of that, I truly feel like perfectionism is perfectionism is rooted in placing your identity in an outcome rather than in Jesus. But that's another story, another conversation for another day, because I really want to get into some practical things that you can do as a business owner to overcome perfectionism and still grow your business. Okay. (laughs) So I said that on the outside looking in, you would not think that I'm a perfectionist because like Y'all, not all my ducks are in a row. Sometimes my ducks are not even in the same state, it feels like. I'm way more organized and way better with my time management than I used to be. I have worked 
so, so, so insanely hard on that. (laughs) But like I have laundry that's not folded and put away. I have things that are out of place in my home. You know, I have kids drawings on the refrigerator and, you know, things that are not perfectly done. I have a lot of uncompleted projects or rather unstarted projects. Like I do not have a Pinterest perfect home at all times by any stretch of the imagination. And so sometimes I feel like if you don't feel like you fit that mold of somebody who has, you know, all of their poop in a group at all times, Pinterest worthy home at all times, that you're not a perfectionist, but there probably are still some areas in your business that you're letting perfectionism hold you back. (laughs) And I, this is something that I'm constantly like, Oh snap. Oh snap. I need to fix that. Um, and let me just tell y'all, nothing will make your perfectionist tendencies come out faster than letting a three-year-old help you cut lines, making crackers. (laughs) Ah, bless me and bless my second born, but he is not, he is not as precise as his older sister. And, oh, we were making crackers the other day because I'm also a little bit of a health, health nut. And, oh my gosh, I was like trying really hard. I think it made my eye twitch because I was like, why you're making these look so janky. (laughs) Anyway, so here are the tips to grow your business in spite of perfectionism or overcome perfectionism and still grow your business. So tip number one is you have to realize that your unpublished content, your unfinished stuff helps no one. And that is a quote that I stole and adapted from John Acuff. His books on this are really fun, by the way. But you have to realize, like, you may have the greatest business idea, the greatest product idea, the greatest piece of content, all living in your head or even in a file on your laptop, but left unpublished, you're not helping anyone. And truly, the whole point of being in business, y'all, is to help people with our God-given gifts. And if we let perfectionism or a false sense of identity really hold us back, then we're not going to help the people that God has for us to help. So just get off, get over, get over, get over it, get off your high horse and publish it. Even if it's not hundred percent perfect. Okay. Tip number two is to have a realistic content publication schedule for you and your business. And I feel like this is something that I have beat into the ground. But just because somebody else in your business or even in your niche is publishing on social media 15 times a week and two blogs a week and three podcasts and YouTube or whatever, just because somebody else is doing that and it's working for their business or appears to be working for their business does not mean that that's what you have to do. Have a realistic schedule for you and your business. Let your business be built around your life, hopefully, and not the other way around y'all. For most businesses, one blog per week is sufficient, especially if it's written in a really strategic way, a helpful content way, authentically like a human wrote it and not like a robot. For most businesses, one blog per week is really great. Okay. So have realistic content publication schedules for you. All right. The next tip, tip tip number three is to have realistic standards. So... (laughs) Um, I gotta tell you all a story. This is like one of my favorite stories ever from college. (laughs) So my college roommate was and is 
one of the prettiest humans. Like, she's just so pretty, and I love her so much. She was my best friend, is still my best friend, and all the little, all the little boys in college wanted to date her. (laughs) And there was this one guy who, he chased her pretty hard, and she was like, meh, you know, not, I mean, she didn't tell him a hard no, but she also wasn't really giving him much hope. And finally, (laughs) she told him like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. Not going to work. And he told her, and I quote, <laughs> if you ever lower your standards, give me a call. And I, I still, I was like, that's the worst pickup line in the history of the universe. If you ever lower your standards, give me a call. <laughs> but I feel like when it comes to content creation, we often have, we often have unrealistic standards. Now we do still need some standards. Don't get me wrong please use spell check and please for the love of all things holy please make sure that your content passes the one test that I talk about in episode 136 but the fact of the matter is your content every piece of content every blog every podcast episode every Instagram post whatever wherever you're marketing every piece of content is not going to be perfect why because we're humans and we make errors and even if you're using AI, like, hi, AI still makes a lot of errors, right? Like, it's not going to be perfect. Yes, you need standards. Yes, you need checks and balances. Yes, you need to proofread and edit, please. And please edit. Don't edit on the same day that you create. Yes, all of those things. But also have realistic standards. If you are a solopreneur on a pretty limited budget, like, don't expect all of your content to look like somebody's who has a team of 50 people working for them, right? Like, the content quality, like the quality of your ads is not going to rival Nike and it's okay. Okay. So have realistic content standards. All right. And tip number four is I want you to say this. I want you to say this with me. I can either have help or I can have perfect. And I have had to adopt this in so many areas of my life. Um, including business, to be honest. Now, I have heard some entrepreneurs saying this who are further down the road than I am. They have a bigger team, a bigger budget, whatever. And I've heard them say, well, I would, things like, well, once I hired this out and handed things over, I honestly got better quality than what I was doing myself. And I realized I need to let, con- let go of control, blah, 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 blah. And if I'm being real, real with y'all, I am not there yet. Um, I have one assistant and she does an amazing job. I love her so much. She does great. And then I have interns that help me. Um, But I'm just not at the place right now where I'm like handing off a lot of things. And part of it is just like, you know, time and budget and space and stuff like that. And part of it is, you know, probably my lack of training, like me training people well. There's probably a lot of factors in that. But there have been many times (laughs) in my like personal life and in business where I'm like, listen, Faith, I can either have help or I can have perfect. And I don't want to work 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. So I'm going to choose help over perfect. And as I teach people and as I train people and as I learn to lead better, like everything is getting better and it's getting easier. And I have an amazing team, amazing interns. I love them so much. And the more I pour into them, the better everything gets, but you cannot realistically expect to have perfect right off the bat with your help. And so, you know what? 
I can either have help or I can have perfect. And <laughs> let me just tell you, I get to live this every day <laughs> when I have the three-year-old help put away laundry. And I'm like, nope, Faith, you can either have help <laughs> or you can have perfect. <laughs> All right, tip number five, I think we're on, is I want you to really sit and evaluate like what mistakes will actually make a difference. So I actually get emails fairly frequently <laughs> from people who have read my stuff, and they're like, oh, you have spelling errors. Let me proof your content for you. I charge X, Y, Z. I'm like, it's fine. I know I have spelling errors. I'm not paying you to proof my content. <laughs> and part of that is because I have never said in my life that I am an error-free writer or that I'm the best speller in the whole world or that you're going to get these things back with zero typos in it forever and always. And so for me, like, yes, Things need to be well-written. They need correct grammar. They need to be compelling. They need to be SEO friendly. Like I have standards, but what mistakes are going to actually make a difference? Well, a couple of typos and a couple of spelling errors. I've just decided that that's, an, that's a mistake that I can live with right now because it's not making a huge impact. Like people are not hiring me to proofread. They're hiring me to write compelling copy that connects them with their people and that's SEO friendly. So figure out what mistakes will actually make a difference and then just be at peace with those. Hey friend, I know you're trying to grow this business, but does it feel like it's not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can actually fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can repurpose your podcast or repurpose your blog and help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing, then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just one hour of your time, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact keywords that you need to be going for, how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content planned out for you. Let's get your coaching call on the books right now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. And I cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. And then tip number six for you is that I want you to realize there will probably always, always, always be things that in hindsight, you would do differently or fix. Like, even if you spend a year working on a piece of content and you get it finished and quote perfect and published, I would almost bet money, good money, that in a year you look back at that and there'll be something you would change or something you would fix. And so that is one of the main reasons why the rule that I talk about in episode one. 136 is so important because if your content can pass that test, then you'll still feel good about it in six months. And the fact of the matter is like, we're always learning, right? Like what things wouldn't you go back and change and improve? You know, if you're in the industry and continuing to, you know, hone your skills and get better, like there's probably you would go back and change so many things. But if you're allowing that to hold you back and never publishing anything, never offering the next 
offer in your business or never taking the next step in your business, if you're allowing perfectionism to control you, you're ultimately, y'all, I'm going to call it what it is. You're ultimately putting your identity in your, your work instead of being a child of God. And so for me, that's, that's really where the underlying, the underlying foundation is, is no matter what I do, my God still loves me. I'm still his daughter. Even if I have giant glaring spelling errors and, you know, I maybe miss an email here and there, but ultimately if your heart is to serve people and do the best that you can and truly honor God with what you're doing, I believe that he makes it makes up for some of the gaps. So I'm going to pray for y'all today and then send you on your way next, um, next week. We've got some fun stuff coming for you. And then be on the lookout for a very awesome special the first full week of November because I've got some changes coming and I'm excited to share them with y'all and give you a shot at a really great deal. So Lord, I thank you so much for Lord, just the heart to serve that you've given these entrepreneurs. I ask that you would continue to not just give them wisdom and vision, do that too, but also to help them to shore up their identity in you and know that they are loved beyond measure. No matter what they do in their business, what, how, how well they perform, Lord, that you love them, that you died for them, and that ultimately they're ultimately created in him. And Lord, we thank you so, so much for these businesses that you've given us. And we ask that you would continue to give us wisdom and discernment to grow the businesses and reach the people that you have for us to reach. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.